Hello, and welcome to the first Walton Biz Talk podcast, powered by the Walton College of Business. My name is Allison Banks, and I'm the head tutor of the Business Communication Lab. The topic for our first semester is professionalism, and today's podcast features a junior in the college, Raquel Romero. Raquel is a triple major and is currently learning her fifth language. Hi, Raquel. I'm Allison Banks. I am the head tutor of the Business Communication Lab, and I was just wondering, like, can you give us a little introduction of yourself? Sure. Uh, My name is Raquel Romero. I am a junior from Fayetteville, Arkansas. I study international business, Asian studies, and political science. Awesome. So let's just go ahead and get into the nitty gritty here. Basically, we want to cover some things from your experiences in business communication throughout the years, what you're experiencing now, and what you have experienced in the past. So with that being said, you've been in the college for a long time. You're a junior now, so you've been here for a few years. Is there anything that you wish you learned at the Walton College of Business in the previous years? Yes. Well, there's always the stamina that you have to have an internship your freshman year. You have to study abroad your sophomore year, things like that. And I haven't been eligible to do either. But after talking with people who are working in the business environment and things like that, it's not a big criteria. It's a nice little sprinkle on your resume, but it's not the biggest deal in the world. Because I know that I was very stressed out about it my freshman year. Like, oh, what am I going to do this summer? What am I going to do next Mm -hmm. summer? You know, and having to have that four-year plan. But my four-year plan has not been, like, followed through. But just kind of like, it's okay. Everyone moves at their own pace. Everyone is involved in different things. Everyone is not studying the same thing. And it's okay to be different. And that's encouraged. Yeah. As far as that goes... What did you find tricky with business communication while you were in class? Like, was there any moment that you were like, I don't understand this assignment. I don't know what they're asking for. Yes. In Honors Freshman Business Connections, we had to write a business brief. Mm -hmm. and Which we put on. Right. (laughs) And I had no idea what I was doing. I had no concept as to what a business brief was. No idea. Okay. Um... So what I just did was I was like, I'll just write like a synthesis essay and maybe this will be good enough. And I turned it in. Sure enough, it was good. But I never felt like I was taught how to write it. I was just expected to write it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was kind of challenging having to like go about it and kind of use different examples, go online, you know, ask friends for help who have done it before, things like that. Okay. So I know that you... You just got a job as one of the ambassadors mm-hmm. for our college, and you go around and you give tours and everything of the college. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a lot of communicating. That's a lot yes. of talking to various people. So is there anything that you found tricky with business communication at your job? And like, could you tell me a specific time that something might have been tricky when you were communicating with your crowd? Well, a big struggle that I have is engaging them. Because I can talk to them for hours, but it's different when they're not feeding off of your energy when they're just standing there, you know, just kind of looking around. And there's also that level of professionalism. Like I gave a tour the last week of school and I was being my usual self, you know, making terrible punny jokes, you know, (laughs) super, super cheesy that I thought were golden, but they weren't feeling it. (laughs) 
And what they expected was not what they got. They were expecting more for me to like, you know, be very proper, use a high level of vocabulary, which I think I have, but it wasn't meeting their standards. Mm -hmm. It was too, I guess, casual for them. Mm -hmm. And so having to go about that, I found that they weren't really, I guess, feeling Mm -hmm. my tour. And then halfway through, I was like, okay, I need to change something. Like, this is not what they're wanting. They don't want the jokes. They just want the facts. That's Mm -hmm. what they want. So halfway through the tour, I was like, okay, this is what we're, we're just solely going to do facts. I'm only going to talk about the college. I'm only going to talk about the buildings. I'm only going to talk about, you know, these things. And then after that, at the end, it kind of felt better. Like it ended better because that's what they were expecting. So having to tailor to my audience has been a big learning curve. Yeah. And how would you describe like that audience that you were struggling with? Were they just your usual like moms and dads and kids were they from a certain spot in our country and our yeah so half of them were from texas right (laughs) um the other half were from arkansas so they were kind of at least a little bit regionized Mm -hmm. but even then you could tell like it wasn't a big group it was a medium-sized group so maybe like five families but right from the bat they had an expectation from what they're used to. Yeah. And I wasn't giving that to them, so I really needed to... So you think what they're used to would be, like, what they had experienced at the Texas universities Mm -hmm. and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's really good to know, too, seeing that, like, almost half of our student body is from from Texas. Texas. (laughs) Like, we have a lot of Texans. Do you have any advice... For other Walton College of Business students right now to better their communication skills, to pay attention to certain things? I would definitely say know your audience ahead of time. Like a lot of times, maybe you won't know your audience, but if you can find research on your audience, like if you're giving, if you're emailing your professor, that's a very, you have to have proper etiquette for writing an email to your professor versus Mm -hmm. if you're like texting your friends. So definitely know your audience and know how to tailor your communications to that. Yeah, that's a big one that we hit on here a lot is knowing your audience. Mm -hmm. Um, Even personally, I get emails (laughs) that we we have a joke here of Mr. Dr. Banks because... (laughs) I've gotten emails with Mr. Banks. I've gotten emails with Dr. Banks. I've gotten emails with Mrs. Banks. I'm like, I am none of those. I'm just Miss Banks. So, <laughs> Do you have any advice for the staff and faculty that work here at the Walton College of Business to help the students succeed? What can our staff and just the overall college faculty do to help you guys understand things like audience, what a business brief is, that sort of thing ahead of time? Hmm, that's a really good question. <laughs> We have a lot of resources on campus, you know, like the Business Communications Lab, and they help you write briefs and things like that, Mm -hmm. cover letters, resumes, things like that. But a lot of times people don't know it's here, Mm -hmm. so they go to maybe the QWC, you know, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But when you're here, you have that business mentality. You can focus on that business mindset. Mm -hmm. So how the staff could help with that is maybe advertise that because a lot of times you get to class like oh there are a lot of resources on campus and then that's that's it yeah going back a little bit and thinking about your high school experience thinking about when you came to college going through fbc all of that 
Can you kind of describe how you've developed as a writer throughout your high school and college experience? And maybe what was the hardest part of adjusting to communicating as a college student? Because I know you personally, you communicate among what? four or five languages. Yeah. So like, you (laughs) know, a lot of languages and real quick, well, can you just tell us like, what are those languages and everything? Yeah. (laughs) So Spanish, English, French, German, and I'm learning Mandarin Chinese. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. So yeah. How has your development happened? throughout your high school through college experience? It has drastically changed. (laughs) In high school, I was a big fanatic of the five paragraph essays. Mm -hmm. It was a big deal. That was my go-to. That was my little... That's what we work to destroy. Right. That was my little (laughs) cake right there. And so a lot of times in high school, my papers were very redundant Mm -hmm. and redundant over and over and over, like just constantly. Mm -hmm. And I kept wanting to pursue a thought, but it didn't really stick with those boundaries that I had set for myself. Mm -hmm. So that thought that could have developed into something really thought provoking and Mm -hmm. things like that just kind of was left in the wind. Yeah. So when I got to college and having to do FBC, things like that, taking comp two, writing scholarship essays, things like that, there was this big push for content rather than structure. So structure being like, okay, the five paragraph, yes, it got you through middle school for like the benchmark, but that's done. Like that's Mm -hmm. really all it's used for. Yeah. So more emphasis on you want what your body to be very well developed, to Mm -hmm. be, to flow, to have that cohesiveness rather than that chop. Yeah. So I've been able to focus more on that and just shy away from that five paragraph essay, shy away from, okay, my thesis needs to be the first sentence of my essay, Mm -hmm. um, needs to be in the paragraph. Like I wrote a paper about the five paragraph essay, actually, and my thesis was in my second paragraph. Mm -hmm. And so it just worked out that way. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So I've learned that flexibility with the structure and that emphasis on content. And I know that this semester you have come in here a few times and we've read over a lot of research essays. Mm -hmm. So was that something that you had a lot of experience with in high school at all? Did you write research essays? No. Okay. So my one opportunity to write a research essay would have been science fair, Mm -hmm. but I've never had to do science fair ever. So coming in and having to do research, having to pull articles and things like that, and it needing to be more formal rather than just kind of an informative Mm -hmm. essay has really been a challenge and a struggle, but I made it like getting there. Um, So you think the hardest part of adjusting to communicating as a college student, as far as your writing, would have been breaking away from that five paragraph essay into like an actual fluid, mm-hmm. you know, ever-changing, ever-developing essay. Yeah. But can you tell me anything about, like, presentations? Because I'm sure you've done a few presentations. A I lot. Mean, <laughs> you, you do them for your work, essentially, mm-hmm. all, the, all the time. So how has your presentation skills developed? Well, I have developed eye contact because mm-hmm. I was a big person that I would look away. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not very big on eye contact But having to give tours, giving presentations, it's important to address all your audience Mm -hmm. in addition to just using your words to address the audience. And eye contact is a big way to like engage your audience and things like that. 
So that really developed and a lot with articulation, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to say what you want, how you want. Because with like if I give or if I'm talking to my dad in Spanish Mm -hmm. and I'm talking to a friend in English, Mm -hmm. there's sometimes lost in translation moments between the two conversations because a word in Spanish doesn't directly translate to English and vice versa. So sometimes my dad will be like, oh, what's this word? And I'm trying to think what would be a best way to say it in Spanish, you know, yeah. but it doesn't really correlate, doesn't really, doesn't yeah. directly translate. So being articulate in your presentation, saying what you want to say and not leaving room for lost in translation, mm-hmm. even if you are giving a presentation in English to English speakers, sometimes using words like individual, like, are you saying one or are you saying like... A scene, you know, mm-hmm. like it could be room for miscommunication, misinterpretation. Yeah. So definitely being articulate that in presentations. So true, too, especially for that word. I remember I had a test in the Walton College because I'm a Walton College student as well. And I, I had a test where one of the questions had individual in it. And I actually had to go ask the teacher, do you mean one or do you mean like a person? Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about here? So that was really interesting that you brought that one up. So as a new upperclassman, because you're, you're going to be a junior this fall, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, as a new upperclassman, what is it something in regards to communication that you'd like to strengthen in your remaining time at the Walton College of Business? Like, where do you, where do you fear that you have a weakness? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, everywhere. I know, everywhere, everything, all the things. Definitely professionalism, because mm-hmm. I'm a very big people person, and I'm very, you know, personable and things like that. And so I like having, not necessarily like a casual conversation, but more of a informal conversation mm-hmm. to kind of break the ice and get to know someone and things like that. Mm-hmm. So there was one day in my colloquium class, we had to give a presentation on corporate social responsibility and my group chose insurance Mm -hmm. how they raise your rates if you're in an accident that's not your fault things like that and at the end of our presentation the next day our professor he gave us our critiques and he went individually Mm. you know one by one saying hey this is what you should work on you know this is what you did well things like that so he got to me and he read some of the critiques that people had about me and one of the guys said that I spoke too casually and for me I never really I had a hard time grasping that Mm -hmm. and when I was thinking back to what exactly I had said I can see how some of the things that I said came across as casual Mm -hmm. but for me it was more to engage the audience more to break that ice of wow we're just being lectured to this is not fun yeah you know and once again, that articulation thing. So really, fi- finding the balance yes. between being casual and professional, mm-hmm. but remaining engaging right? sort of thing. Okay, yeah. With regards to that, do you think that you or other students would be interested in like a workshop on that? Like if, for instance, if we, the Business Communication mm-hmm. Lab offered a workshop on presentation and practicing it Mm -hmm. like maybe something that met a few times over Mm -hmm. the course of a couple months Mm -hmm. would that be something that would interest you and like you think other students for sure I would definitely benefit from that I know for freshmen they probably 
yeah. would benefit <laughs> from that too. And even just all students would definitely benefit because that's something that you constantly learn as you go mm-hmm. and you always are learning that balance. So having that good foundation from the start will help blossom it. So that workshop would be a good solid foundation. I would be interested in that. All that okay. t- I would be interested in. Okay, yes. good, good. I always want to know how we can help <laughs> out with those things. And just in general, how has the business communication lab helped you? It's definitely opened my eyes to how I'm not as bad of a writer as I think I am. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times I think... I am not a great writer, you know, because I have that, you know, engraved five paragraph structure that I'm still trying to like break through. So a lot of times I think my writing's not that great, but coming and just finding out like, hey, you just have some grammatical mistakes and more syntax um, has really been helpful to me Mm -hmm. to see like, and it's been encouraging and it's been pushing me to be a better writer. And just over everything. I come to you probably, like, <laughs> I literally came to you once a, more than once a month this semester. Yeah, yeah. And just that encouragement and kind of like, this is good. It flows well. You might want to fix these things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's suggestion, not forcing me, mm-hmm. you know? And I respect that a lot. And that has helped me formulate my own ideas and not lose sight of my own writing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, it's helped a lot. Like, I've got, I came to you and... I put one of my study abroad essays and scholarship for study abroad essays and I got accepted for the study abroad and I got scholarship money for study abroad Mm -hmm. because of how you knew what they were looking for and you could guide me in the right way and say, hey, you're going the right way. Hey, you might want to add this, things like that. So it's helped me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Walton Biz Talk with Raquel Romero. Our next podcast continues the conversation with her, specifically on how to benefit ESL students. You don't want to miss it. In the meantime, if you want to visit us, you can in Walton College of Business, Room 118.